You're listening to Yay, we're back. <laughs> it has been three years since our last podcast, and uh, a lot has happened. <laughs> oh, mic's falling. <laughs> uh, first off, uh, we are using new equipment. We're at a new place. Let's uh, let's jump to there. Um, <laughs> what do we want to cover? Like, um, um, <laughs> what? Nothing. <laughs> well, if you're just jo- joining us, we have um, a little girl. She's six. She's six, right? Yep, she's six. <laughs> she turned seven this year. Yep, she is six. And we have identical triplet boys, and they are three. Now, for those who are just hearing this podcast for the first time, we actually have, um, I don't remember how many episodes we have, we've recorded. When we first found out we were pregnant with triplets, we started recording the podcast, and we had quite the adventure. If you haven't, I recommend going back and listening to those. We cover... Um, some emergency surgeries we had to have, and even um, uh, having the boys, and then, uh, I th- yeah, them in the NICU, and them coming home. Um, just the first year adventures that yeah. come along with triplets. I think it was just the first ten months. So we we span about a year, a little over a year with the podcast. But um, yeah, everything has changed since then. We don't live in the same city. Ah, uh, yes, not everything. I'm still a student. <laughs> That's <laughs> Almost done. Almost done. One more semester after this one. Uh, that's the optimistic way of wording it, right? <clears throat> um, <laughs> yeah, so uh, the boys, when they were born, there were two of them shared a sack. That would be Calvin and Caleb. And so we knew they were identical. And Russell was on his own. And so we thought we had a set of identicals and one fraternal twin. But um, my mom was persistent that they were all identical because they look identical. So she paid for a zygosity test, which resulted in us finding out that they are, in fact, 99, there's a 99.9999, maybe I put too many nines on their percent chance, that they are identical. Um, so that's, that is different. <laughs> uh, Janae, do you want to go over the stats? Oh, yeah, sure. So, um... Russell is, he weighs 26 pounds now, and he is about 37 and a half inches tall. Inches? <laughs> That's right, right? Yeah, it's it. We're um, in the States, it's inches. <laughs> and um, then there's Caleb, who's technically the second, and he is 27 pounds, and he is 37, also 37 and a half inches. So they're the same height right now just a pound different and calvin is continually our smallest at 24 pounds and he is 36 inches tall yeah but that kid won't stop moving that's the only reason why uh we make jokes about tying him down and feeding him the same amount and he would get very heavy but uh he loves to move and it seems to be only nurses that are concerned with his his uh his uh weight and height um Doc- height, they don't seem concerned. Yeah, His weight, doesn't. they seem to yeah, still doctors, be concerned. Yeah, doctors come in and they see him running around like, well, that's why. <laughs> yeah. Very, so they yeah. are are all technically small for their age still. 
they barely fit the chart or barely make it to the charts. So they are still teeny, but they're growing and they're healthy and um, they're crazy boys. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, so at our last place, uh, we made the joke a lot or comment. I don't know which, which we want to call it, but um, the uh, a home or apartment, wherever you live, starts to get smaller as a child grows. And with triplets, that was an exponential factor. Um, and so we we lived in this apartment in Rigby, and it, it worked really well for us. I have no complaints with that place other than the kitchen was teeny. Um Everything else was great. It was, I mean, it was fairly new. I think it was built in 2002, if I remember. Um, and, uh, um, but it was just getting too small and it was on a second floor. And that kind of scared us with Mika. Um, it would be terrifying with the boys. So, um, and our poor downstairs neighbor, he, he was, was a sweetheart, but man, as soon as those boys became mobile, I'm sure he never slept <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no he probably slept he just couldn't take naps uh, yeah um so we we moved from rigby idaho to sugar city idaho and the move has been very good I, i'm trying to think of a better word to use but good is, is a good word um it's been very good for us it's a great community there's a lot of great people here the house is bigger. The boys can run around. We have a yard, so summers are very nice to have them play outside. Um, it's been very nice to move to a house. Yeah, so it's recommended. <laughs> Thumbs up. <laughs> um, and our landlord has been amazing. She's just just wonderful. Um, She's like a grandma to our kids. Yeah, yeah. In fact, grandmas are jealous of <laughs> her. Um but our boys love her. Uh, in our in our religious community, she teaches them uh, in what we call primary. Um, yeah. <laughs> so uh, they just love her, and uh, we share a yard with her, and uh, she's just has. Yeah, on paper that sounds horrible to share yeah, a does, yard with your landlord, <laughs> but it's worked out great, and she's a sweetheart and she looks out for the kids that's for sure yeah and she doesn't mind them running around everywhere and so they just love her they just adore her every time they see her so okay should we talk about where the boys are at right now yeah uh, go for it if you want to start that um so um they are starting to other people can understand them <laughs> starting Yes. That's a key phrase. They actually speak words now and not their own language. They developed their own language for a while. And um, so, they understood each other all the time, but we couldn't really understand them. Yeah, apparently that's a normal thing. So even twins will develop their own language, but where the more children there are in the multiple birth, the stronger the language is, um, or the more defined the language is, I should say. Um, and complex, maybe. Yeah, complex. Yeah, there we go. The more complex the language. Um, they uh, they got to the point where they had names for each other. They had words for phrases. Um, they had um, uh, it just it, the whole the whole language was built on uh, ba and um, other small sounds, but it was all inflection. So inflection meant everything. So. The one word we knew was ba 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 ba. 
<laughs> sounds so funny saying it. Uh, and that means, do you want to trade with me? So if, or will you trade with me, I guess. So, so it, toys, food. Yeah, anything. Snacks, anything. If they wanted what their brother had, they would say that. Say blah, 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 blah. Yeah. But um, Nika picked up the language decently. Uh, I know on a couple occasions I would tell her I needed a specific brother and she would make a noise and that brother would come running. So they had names for each other. Um, we tr- I tried. I don't know if you tried to, to pay attention to the language. Uh, it seemed that if they forgot a word and all of them forgot it, they would just make up a new one and they would use it in its place. It was... They'd adapt very quickly yeah. to each other. And uh, if they saw it being used, they would continue to use it, but it didn't seem to be a lot of consistency in the language. Now, the reason multiples stop speaking their language is because it no longer benefits them. Where they just want to play with each other, they're provided the food that they need. They don't really have strong preferences when they're younger. There's not a strong um, drive to stop using their language. So once they want specific things and they realize their language isn't working, they will try to learn English. And so that's what takes multiple so or long. Whatever language is spoken. Oh yeah, in I guess home. it's true. Yeah, <laughs> if they're in Japan, they're not going to be. Yeah. It might learn English there in the home, but yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so they are talking. Yes. And they can say sentences now, which is good. They can put more than three words together, which was a concern for a little while. Yeah. But yeah. they're doing well. And yeah, they are developing quickly. Yeah, so th- yeah, their their language, their their ability to speak is getting better. Uh there's really funny words that they carry over that not carry over. Uh there are words they don't get right. Uh, they can't seem to understand, um, they, they can't seem, they don't say my turn. They say your turn when they want to go, because that's what we'll ask them. Like, is it your turn or, um, what are other ones? Um, oh, I need nothing is want. It's I need, (laughs) I I need that. I need a banana. I need peanuts. Like, uh, no, you want. Mm, Okay. I want. (laughs) So that's been fun. Um, and I, I don't think I've heard any of their language at all anymore. They, they've even stopped saying eh. Yeah, they've pretty much, every once in a while I'll hear a, lo- a word in there. But Okay. Yeah, so eh is like a trigger word, like it, you. Um, it, yeah, so they'd say like, uh, or I want, or give me your stuff. It'd be like, uh, it water, it water, like give me water, I want water type thing. Um, had a lot of uses, and I, I think that's officially gone, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can't make head gestures here. Nobody will see that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and so having them speak full sentences has been yeah. nice. <laughs> so the question we get a lot, uh, because they are identical, is are they all the same? Do they act the same? No. Do they have the same reaction to stuff? Are they all good at the same thing? Um, they are very, very much alike. And the funny part is they can adapt their personalities to be just like their brother. Yes. Which is hilarious and confusing at times. But they are very different. They are not the same. They have different strengths. They have different likes. Different talents. Different talents. Um, so 
yeah, and their personalities coming out are very different. Yeah, uh, and they they know each other's talents. I think that's what's interesting. Um, uh, Caleb is very mechanical, so if he can see how something works, he can manipulate it to do exactly what he wants, like opening doorknobs. Um, <laughs> and so when the boys want to get into a room, they're like, Caleb, Caleb, and Caleb will come running and yes. open the door. They'll tell Caleb to open something for them because he can get in, but they can't. They know exactly who to who to tell to do stuff. And Calvin is very technical. So Calvin can figure out the TV, any of our phones, electronic devices. We have um, an Amazon Echo in the boys' room and Nico's room as well to for white noise primarily at night. Um, and uh, Calvin has figured that one out. Um, even to the point of knowing how to unplug it and plug it in from the back, the little DC jack in the back. Um, and then Russell is incredibly uh, physical. He he's he's our sports kid. Mm-hmm. He can throw a ball in a straight line. He can. Um, he's good at anything sports related. He. He's also very strong. Like, yes. And he knows exactly how to rally up his brothers. Yes, he is a great little... Ringleader. Yes, ringleader is a great word. Um, (laughs) So uh, if you ever see them and they huddle and they whisper and run away, they're doing something they know they're not supposed to. And they're... You follow them. Yeah, they're utilizing all of their talents. Usually usually that one is uh, emptying out uh, wipes. They love to pull out all the wipes or all of the tissues from a box. It's one of their favorite pastimes. And if I'm being honest, it does sound like a lot of fun. (laughs) It's just a pain for us. Or if one of them noticed something's open or unlocked. So (laughs) if it's a restricted area that they are not allowed into normally, if they notice it's open, that's whispering starts and they all disappear into the room they're not allowed to get into. Yeah. Um, that's what's, so what's great about the place we live in is the family room is huge. I mean, it is massive. And then there's this hallway and the boys are at the very far end of the hallway. So during the day, we generally keep, um, the bathroom door or Nika's room, our room, uh, closed and the kitchen is basically boarded off to them. Gated off. That's a better word. Um, and so they can play in the family room, then run down the hallway into their bedroom, run laps in there and come back. And it's been really nice, um, but yeah, it's uh, you gotta you gotta stay on top of them. You've gotta you've gotta they're quick. Pay attention, and they'll go from happy playing to complete destruction in no time flat. I just mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and yeah, <laughs> uh, with them transitioning from their own language to English. One of the things I've noticed is that they uh, their English isn't great, and so their communication with each other is pretty bad, and it leads to some pretty nasty fights. Uh, we've had bruising. We've had complete scratches down each other on each other's neck and face, and down their arms. Um, We've had punching, so we've had black eyes. Yes. Headbutting. Um, headbutting is a big one. Biting is a big one to the point of drawing blood. Yep. They just, 
they're vicious <laughs> at times. Yeah, and really, I think the whole thing just stems from an inability to communicate. They just don't know how to talk to each other and reason. And Stealing toys. Yes, big. that's a bad one. Even if we buy toys for all of them, like train sets. Identical three sets yeah, we of a toy. Three of those wooden Ikea train sets. Um, they will steal each other's toys because they want a longer train. Mm-hmm. Or uh, they'll start playing with a different color other than theirs. Oh, everything's color-coded. Mm-hmm. We covered that in our first podcast. Um, not, not Maybe not our first, but like first set of podcasts. Everything is color-coded. Calvin is orange. Caleb is green. Russell is blue. And so we've continued that on till now. It's been, yeah. But the fighting has just been getting bad. Um, and <laughs> we try like timeouts and... It sometimes Multiple works. Multiple different things. Yeah, it's it's hard. Separating them seems to work well because they're so used to being together, so used to having each other that they do not like being alone. So if they are separated from their brothers in any way, um, common one, they have to go to their room and so their brothers can't go, go in there. That makes them mad and they understand that punishment. Separating them is pretty useful effective i guess the word i used to have success with um just whoever the one that's really throwing the fit picking them up taking them in the room and rocking them for a little bit um but that doesn't seem to help anymore it seems to make it worse and they can hold a grudge they will (laughs) they will follow a brother around the house with their arm raised ready to hit them and if you if you break that ability to hit them they freak out and they'll remember. You can calm them down, and as soon as you put them down, they run to that brother and they smack. Hit him. <laughs> uh, so we're working on that. That's a that's been a rough one. <laughs> yes. Um, they seem to be good about not hitting others, though. Like they'll hit oh, us yeah. as parents, and we're working on that. But they don't. But hit. they won't hit other kids. They yeah. won't even. Well, I guess. We don't know for sure. They might have hit another kid. But for the most part, we're told they're very good with others. They are good with other kids. They get along well. They like playing well with other kids. Um, They don't have to stay together. In fact, if they're around friends, they will not stay together. As long as they can see their brother in the same room, they're fine. And they will talk and interact with other kids, which is good. Um, We've heard horror stories about triplets or twins not being able to be separated or only playing with each other because they can't they have the inability to communicate with other kids and they are not that way they do very well with others and um they don't attack other little kids they would like they do their brothers so that's a good thing yeah they they seem to have a genuine interest in others as well so it's that's nice it's just they're with their brothers all day every day they they're gonna fight sadly that's siblings yeah, that is siblings. That is, <laughs> that is very much siblings. Um, they they seem to get along well with Nika, but they always want to go in her room. Oh, my goodness. And that's been a problem. That's and been a huge problem. We'll cover that big portion later. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's an episode in and of itself. Um, but, yeah, uh, w- shortly after we moved here. Well, not shortly after we moved here. What was it, like a year ago? Just a year ago. Um they got to the point where they could climb out of their cribs and um it was miserable oh my goodness it was so miserable 
They, uh... We never slept. No. We can never keep them asleep. Y- you had to sit in there till they fell asleep. And, um... Uh, one time I was in there for six hours waiting for them to fall asleep. I don't know if Janae was ever in there longer, um, but it was anywhere from two to six hours every night sitting in there uh, trying to get them to go to sleep. And it just became ridiculous. We were to the point where sleeping four hours at night was normal. Yeah, it was like when they were little again. Yeah, uh, if if four hours even. Um and so we we started to try to design um, uh, devices that we could like put over their cribs to keep them in better. Now th- there is a product out there called I think it's called a crib tent. Yeah, then it's a net basically. Yeah, tent over the top of it. Yeah, it's like a it's like a bowed tent over the top of a crib, and it zips up. Um, and it's not a bad idea, but it's like two hundred dollars for one. For the good ones, at least, or the ones that have decent reviews. Um, so we would have been $600 for something that might not have worked. Yeah, I didn't even know if they would work, and we Come, weren't willing to spend the money to take the risk just to find out they figured it out after two weeks, you know. Yeah, and, I mean, on top of that, like, they knew zippers, so I don't know if it would, I mean. They did zip from the outside, but still. Yeah, and we probably could have locked them or something. So, um what we wound up doing was making basically three gel cells with their bed, their mattresses on the floor. Gel cells. <laughs> Janae hates that term. <laughs> she calls them cages. Um, no, I don't even call them that. Just call them their beds. Yeah, they're, they're their beds now. They, they're they, basically just five foot cribs, really. Yeah, yeah. So it's five feet high. And um, the bars are... Um, quarter-inch conduit, metal conduit, and I don't remember the spacing apart, but um, I, the first night we, when we decided to do it, we went out and bought all the wood. I want to say total it came to about 250 bucks. Um, we spent two weeks, three weeks designing and building them? Uh, designing, and then I think we took two days to build them. No, because we had to spray all of the oh, that's right. Their color, <laughs> uh, the bars. I wanted to do black so they wouldn't look dirty, <laughs> and she was like, "No, that would be so." We're not gonna have three gel cells in their room. <laughs> uh, so uh. Janae was smart and like, let's paint them their colors. So there's orange on Calvin's and green on Caleb's and blue on Russell's, and the whole thing is made with uh, melamine board, uh, half inch melamine board. And so we have walls dividing them because if they can see each other, they play. <laughs> yeah. So we needed them not to see each other, mm-hmm. to be separated. And we needed um, them not to be able to get out. Hence yeah. the five feet. Yep. Five feet high. And um, so we are in a, their room is perfect for it. it. The room is probably about 17 feet wide, maybe 18. But anyway, the, the beds fit in there. So they're head to toe, all three of them. Um, and so they're, yeah, uh, yeah. So, um, we, the night we decide, okay, this is what we're going to switch over to. Um, I'm just outside all day working on it. Um, we started bringing them in thinking we could get them built fairly soon before bed. We started that at like what, six or seven? Yeah. I think it was like six or seven at night. And by the time we were done with everything, it was like 
two in the morning. Yeah, two in the morning. <laughs> and so the boys were up that entire time. They were exhausted. And grumpy, and we were too. And we we show them their beds, we open the doors, and honestly, they walked right in, were very happy about it, laid down and fell asleep. Yeah, could and have been because it was two in the morning. It's but true. it was also because it was exciting for them to have their own space. Yeah, it was it was a new thing. And honestly, they loved it for, I mean, it was a couple months before we started having fights because they didn't want to go to sleep. Yeah, it wasn't but they a, still love their beds. Mm-hmm. They'll sit in their own beds and play. They'll sit in their other friends their other beds in play as well um um but um yeah it's uh it's been a life sorry if you could hear that little bump bump bump, that was our phones um anyway um uh yeah um the beds have been just a lifesaver and so uh not the first night but the second night we put them in there it took five minutes and so we went from hours upon hours to like what do we what do we do with ourselves now um (laughs) and so that's been it's been a lifesaver yeah yeah and it also separates them during the day if they're just freaking out and um we can't calm them down or the fights just get so bad it's nice to be able to separate them in their beds their own space to calm down yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Oh, and they're clipped in. They cannot oh, get yeah. out. It's a door that swings open, and when the door is shut, it's clipped, and so they literally can't get out. When we say clipped, it's like those backpack clips. The, yes. Um, so originally, we used um, a latch for like a uh, like a gate, and it didn't work at all. <laughs> yeah, they figured that out very quickly, and. Oh. One of them even broke it off. He was strong enough to kick the door and break the lock. Well, and so when we first... Okay, man, there are so many things that that, uh, worked out in our favor for this. Um, When we first built them, I had... I I didn't measure right. We we had counted out exactly how many poles we need. And uh, they had to be a certain distance from the walls. And I... I just didn't calculate it correctly, so we didn't have enough bars for the for the doors. Um, but a couple weeks earlier, uh, a, there was an ad on Facebook Garage Sale or whatever it's called. Um, a, a local business had moved, and so the realtor was trying to empty out all the old stuff, and they had a bunch of carpet there, and I built an office in the garage. That's another story as well. And so I needed carpet. So I went there to get the carpet, and they had uh, this huge... I mean, it was, I don't remember how big it was, of the uh, screen door uh, netting stuff. And I was thinking, hey, it'd be kind of cool to use that for like photography background. We used it and it wasn't cool at all. It was really lame, but we had it. And so that night we just stapled it in place of bars on the door. So their door was just a screen at first and it worked for a little bit we knew we had to go get bars and so we went and took care of that really quickly it worked for four days yep and then they kicked through it yep they figured out how to get through it and one of them even calvin he ripped through it and would crawl out of it and give stuff to his brothers and climb back (laughs) in his bed and try to pretend like the hole wasn't there so calvin is very strong like i just i can't 
convey how strong He's Calvin is. He's the smallest, is. but man, he is strong. So uh, they can climb the bars now. So they'll climb the bars and talk to each other, talk to each other over the top. And um, yeah, they just think it's so funny. But Calvin, he'll climb up and let go with one hand to do things, hanging onto the bar with just one hand, like his whole body being held up. Supported by one hand. By one, yeah. And um, even to the point where he'll be hanging onto the bar and he'll lift himself up with one arm. I'm just, I mean, he doesn't weigh anything, but still, that is impressive. (laughs) Yes. They look like little monkeys. They climb up the bars. They hook their little toes onto the bars and they will shimmy up the bars. They look like monkeys climbing up a tree. Well, and the, the room, when we first built it, everyone said it looks like a zoo and they are like <laughs> monkeys. Yep. And so um, my cousin Reem uh, helped Janae with some vinyl lettering uh, above the window. It says three naughty monkeys, N-O-T-T-I-E. Um, yep. and, and then there's a jungle vine on the side. And so... Um, it's little animal lettering and so it looks like a little zoo and man you feel like you're going in to look at the baby monkeys when you when you go in to get them yeah it's been a lifesaver though that bed has saved us so many hours of sleep yes um yeah we we had one person worry about wasn't child protective services going to come and get them and we just talked to him, like, well, what is the difference between this and a crib? Like, there isn't one. The, the kids can't get out. So, I mean, it's just a crib for a toddler. <laughs> yeah. It's just, there's, you just have to unclip them. But, um, yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty easy to get them in and get them out. It's not a difficult process. And, yeah. um, and we clip them open during the day so they can't yes. play with the door. There's not shutting their brothers in there, which I could see being a problem. That would happen all the blocking time. Blocking their brothers inside. Um, so they are clipped open during the day and they cannot close it during the day. So they, they love to play in their beds and, um, yeah, they really love them and um, works out great for us at night and everybody sleeps. Including us, which is... Well, sometimes. Most, well, yeah, yeah, sometimes. It's better, a lot better than it used to be. But yeah, it's uh, it's ended some fights. Because that was the biggest problem is they would get out and they would climb in each other's cribs and they'd play, but there's not a lot of space in there and their communication wasn't great. So they'd start fighting and they're tired. So they have no patience. And so they would start fighting in their other beds. And so without that problem, it's a lot better. We now have to look for toys because they'll hide toys during the day to get at night. Um and check them out each other yeah yeah they become ammunition they'll throw mm-hmm. them over the top and stuff and yep it didn't take them long to learn that like hey if i throw this over that wall i'll hit caleb in the face <laughs> and caleb is our, our good sleeper he loves sleep in fact when his brothers wake up screaming and we go in there and like rock, try and rock them back to sleep he'll just glare at them like you should so annoyed sleep. by them <laughs> why oh, aren't you asleep it's great <laughs> yes he would be sleeping through the night if it was just him. Yes, absolutely. Calvin, I would say most nights. Russell is easily the worst sleeper, though. He is difficult. Yeah. He likes to be cuddled, held, rocked to sleep. And even rocking him to sleep, as soon as you lay him down, he's up and wants to be held again. Yeah, he doesn't want to be rocked to sleep. He wants to be rocked all night long. Right. While he's asleep. And we just can't do that. And we've tried bringing them in bed with us. And it... <sighs> that start 
started its own problems. Now they expect to be yeah. brought in bed with us. And, and you can't they... sleep with three little boys in your bed. Yeah. <laughs> we, we got a king-size bed when we moved here because we thought we'll need the space. And that's still not enough. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so if anybody has a custom bed they want to send to us that's like, I don't know how wide it would need to be. We'd happily accept it. I don't want it. them sleeping in bed with us. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> we're we're trying to move on to the next subject, and I I don't know what this one means. Um. No, I was. Yeah. Just ask. Go for it. <laughs> I was going to ask if you want to end there. Do you want to cover that last one? Oh, I, I, I guess. Is there something we're missing with the beds or them? No. That's basically all with their beds. I'm trying to think if there's anything about the beds that have frustrated us. Them being able to climb it. We tried putting that netting stuff over the top and that doesn't work. Um, yeah. Luckily they have, well, they've tried to climb out of the beds but it's just high enough that it kind of scares them to climb over the top yeah. which is good it they are very high if they did fall from the top that could could lead to an injury yeah it's high enough i'm yeah yeah um i'm not that concerned with it right now yeah just like janae said uh so kate or russell has gotten into caleb's bed once but i think it scared him and he hasn't tried it again Really, the fact that they can climb up and they'll sit on the walls that separate the two of their beds uh, and then they'll climb right back down the same bar as they came up. I'm kind of surprised they haven't figured out, well, I could climb down your bars. Once they figure that out, we're going to have to put a top on those. Yeah, but they like being separated, so they might never care to climb into it's true. their brother's bed. They like having their own space and they do claim their own space. So... Um... Yeah, we might not even get there. But with them, something else will come up. <laughs> the hardest part actually recently with them is uh, they'll do these full-on water fights with each other. And poor Caleb, because he's in the middle, will become the victim where they will take a drink out of their water bottle that they've been sent to bed with and they will spit water into Caleb's bed and just soak him in his blankets. And yeah. poor kid, he gets so annoyed and... Because he's in the middle, he is the target, and Russell and Calvin don't really have to deal with it unless Caleb feels like doing it back, but even then, it's just one, and so it's not that bad. And Caleb's more of the pacifist at night. <laughs> Caleb just wants them to leave him alone. Uh, and Calvin and Russell are just, yeah, yeah, they're menaces at times. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we mentioned earlier that they can, it's hilarious, they can switch their personalities to each other's, which is weird in of itself that they can do that. So they recognize how their brothers are different than them. And if they are trying to trick someone into thinking that they're one of their brothers, they know how to act like them. And, um... It's quite funny to watch, but man, it's annoying when you're not paying that close attention because <laughs> you don't know which one you're talking to. Well, and they'll even do it to us. So um, they're identical. There are days that I can't tell the difference between two of them. Um, we we can tell them apart from Janae's dad discovered that 
the two that at the time looked the most alike have notches on opposite sides of their head, like on their ears. Um, whereas, a little bump. Yeah, a little bump. I and mean, Calvin doesn't have one. So he does. I don't remember which side it's on. Oh, right. But Calvin's just enough smaller that he's still, you can still pick him out. But if you're not paying attention, there's times he's, he's caught up to his brothers. Yes. When Caleb is significantly, well, not significantly, but he's bigger than the other two. So so there are days that Russell and Calvin look a lot alike. Um, Calvin sounds different though. Yeah. So that's easy. But, um, they know their names and they're proud of them, but if they decide to switch and trick us, they will call, they'll, they'll claim to be the other brother. Yeah. So if you ask Calvin, you say, are you Russell? Yes. Are you Russell? Yes. No, you're Calvin. No, I wrestle. Yeah. And they'll, <laughs> de- they'll defend it. Um, yeah. Uh, so that's been. Yeah. And they like to trick others. Uh, I think they've kind of learned that they can't trick mommy and daddy as much, but they do know that others do not, or they're starting to understand that others cannot tell them apart. Yeah. And they like to play into that. They have a pretty good sense of humor. I'm going to, I'm not going to like, yeah, we, you can't spend much time with them without realizing they, they enjoy making people laugh and they enjoy these little tricks, which yeah, can be funny. It really can be hilarious. Honestly, like if I was an identical twin or triplet, I would do the same thing. Like, why wouldn't you? Like if you have that power, then yeah, trick people. It's funny. Um, they're just, yes. they're just monsters about it sometimes. But their confidence does come from each other. Yes. So um, they've, they're not separated. They are always together, but there have been very few times where um, Matt will either take one to the store or just one needs to go to the doctors, which is unusual. If one has to go to the doctors, usually they all do. Yeah, they they share everything even when they're not supposed to. Yes. <laughs> so um, they're very, very rarely separated. And when they are, they act very different. It's been interesting to observe them when they are away from each other because their confidence is gone. They are aren't used to um, being by themselves. Um, like uh, we mentioned, Calvin is our crazy one. He <laughs> He's the daredevil. He's <laughs> the daredevil. He's, um, he's not afraid of anybody. He will talk to anyone. He will walk up to anyone and um, give them high five or knuckles. Like he is not shy, but... Um, we had to recently do an evaluation for him to, and so just, I took him to do the evaluation because it was just him. Um, He was the only one that needed to be there. And it took him at least 40 minutes to warm up to uh, the lady doing the evaluation. He wouldn't say a word to her. He cuddled into me. Uh, He would hide his face. And that just is not him. That's not characteristic of him at all. And so it was, it's interesting to watch them away from each other. Um, yeah, they, they just, they have a strength when they can see each other. There's this confidence that, oh, they're, they are there. They'll help me out. Or maybe not. Even, I don't even know if they have that thought. It's just, uh, if they can see their brothers, they're comfortable. If they can't, they're not. And they, they uh, yeah, there have been times that two have gone to, um, uh, 
uh, uh, nursery and one stays home and they say that like they they just they're emotional the whole time they don't they don't like it they they keep looking for their brother and um so it's interesting they 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 um <laughs> they both hate and love to be together <laughs> yes so Russell's more shy so um yeah. the time Matt's talking about it was Caleb and Calvin that were in nursery and it was interesting um their teacher said that Caleb was acting like Russell. She thought Caleb was Russell mm-hmm. because um, he's not typically shy. He's usually pretty calm and fine on his own. And yet he was acting like Russell without Russell there. His his confidence was gone. He was he was shy and he was crying because he wanted he wanted mommy or daddy. And um, he like we've said they switched personalities. And sometimes it's involuntary. Like that's a case where yeah. Caleb acted like Russell, even though he wasn't trying to. It just, just without Russell out. there, yeah. Yeah, they're just. It, it, it's very interesting to see the characteristics of it. Like I, I think if one of us were as a like, behavioral scientist of some sort, we would be having a heyday. Um, <laughs> Evaluating them. Yeah, just trying to analyze. Like, why are they doing that? Um, yeah, they, uh, <laughs> they've been, they've been a riot. That's, that's for sure. And, uh, it's a nonstop adventure. Every step of the way we, we have to learn something new or change something with the way we do things. Otherwise they'll get on top of it and we are out of luck. Yep. Yeah. Our world revolves around them in a very real way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, we this is just the first of many episodes to come we we will be keeping you up to date on a few other things that have changed um we have quite a bit of content and a much stronger desire to do this we're getting sleep now that we're locking them in bed at night um we've been using that bed for about a year yeah a year and maybe just over a year i don't know Maybe we just made under. it in February, so... Was it? Okay, so just barely over a year by a couple yeah. days. Um, yeah, so it's uh, it has changed everything with how we sleep. Now, that doesn't mean that they don't wake up screaming. Um, and we have good days, we have bad days. Once they're sick, um, sleep is just not something we're going to get. And yeah, that's, that's where we're at. <laughs> but yeah... <laughs> If you know us, you can contact us on Facebook or by email. Um, but if you'd like to contact us about our podcast, you can contact us at notplus3 at gmail.com.